told me they don't even do the like when they foul out at the games anymore mm-hmm. they don't do the whole like uh at the basketball games right. they don't do the sit down and host sit down or anything <laughs> host sit down that was yeah. 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 they're not at the end again like oh they've changed a lot though they've, oh. changed, they've changed a lot well, yeah it's energy's different Aggie's yeah. somebody posted a video today in like the new student union that it looks like a university in itself yeah. that's how huge it is really? that's amazing Auntie's yes auntie is fancy af like they're coming up i'm here for it yeah. so you know Auntie's fancy. Kevin is fancy. Yeah. Um, Black Panther was super fancy. Super yeah. fancy. Let's get into Black Panther. What are our favorite scenes? Go. I'm just kidding. No pressure. Well, what's your, what's your favorite scene? My favorite scene, I think it was when M'Baku um, graced us with his presence. Uh-huh. I didn't okay. know what was going on behind that mask at first. 
Right. But um, that man was, was very. Ugly. Oh, that man was very. Yeah. It was. It was very It made you feel things. Yes. I don't know um, what's going on right yeah, now. Yeah, he's a very aggressive mask, and he came in and just killed the whole scene. I was just very, what's the word? I want to say captured, but that sounds like it's not real. Enthralled? Mm. I guess, we'll, we'll do enthralled. He, we just, he just really had my attention. I was like, oh, he's beasting this. Right. He's beasting this. That yeah. whole, it's, I just, I was here for his energy. That was my mm-hmm. favorite scene. It was just visually mm-hmm. stunning. The actors was all on the... Yeah, it was just all of the colors. Everything was popping at my eyes. Like, ah, ah, ah. Okay. That was it. I think my favorite scene might be when we are introduced to Killmonger. Because Mm -hmm. I'm like, when Mm -hmm. he violated that lady, like... That was perfect. And... Like, I just wasn't expecting that. Like, he was, you know, I, I knew something was going on. You know, they set the tone, but I, but the way, when when he, what did she say? Like, uh, she was talking about the mask. He and was, then he was like, her. You know, mm-hmm. no, actually it's not. And I was just yeah. like, you know, we never, not a, we don't often speak up for ourselves. But yeah. he, like, completely. Get to tell people <laughs> off like that. And he told her off. her off. Like, thought you knew. Yeah. yeah. That had to, so. Oh, God. Um, fake back, well, a little bit of backstory. So when I went to go see it, I told y'all I was going with my cousin for her engagement party on the opening night. Yeah. But I got it was in Bay Ridge in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. It was no parking, so I spent twenty minutes trying to find parking. So I missed like the first. Oh wow! No. I missed the first probably yeah, ten to too. fifteen minutes of the mm-hmm. movie. So literally, when I came in, the first scene that I saw was the Killmonger scene. So okay. when I was coming in, that was one of the first things that was happening, mm. and I was like, I hadn't had anything before that to like right. give me anything. So I was like, which was the the scene, the initial scene was with the Sterling. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Oakland, when so yeah. when I saw him later in the movie, I was pleasantly surprised because <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I had no idea. And I lived out. I love him. This yeah. is us makes me love his entire everything. Yeah. So now everything I see him in, <laughs> I'm like, like I'm here for Sterling. Like, let yeah. me get. He's such a talented He's guy. Oh my god. Sterling was a pleasant surprise. Kevin and I went to see it together. Yeah, we were um, we were there, and uh, it was a Baptist screening, so we were the only one of like maybe three black people in the room and people then, of color in the scene yes. so we were we were going ham together <laughs> we were that hyped it yeah. has to be very interesting it was yeah but you <laughs> know my we i was so pressed my energy was so pumped that i was yeah. like we regardless <laughs> what's going care. on the words turning up we were hitting each other <laughs> screaming we were like yeah i was at every time i was getting upset because i really wanted to like watch it and mm-hmm. be you in black out and it was black, blackity yeah. black, black, black. When I tell you, like, it was a cash only bought, like, cash only <laughs> to get your, cash only to get like your popcorn and your food and stuff. Like, they ain't take no breaded bars. Like, it was crazy. No so, breaded bars. <laughs> so as I'm watching, two things that was just bugging me. One, the world behind me was all of my little cousins, nieces, and nephews, and they're like six, fourteen to like seventeen, eighteen. Mm-hmm. And all I kept hearing was my niece behind me, like, "Yo, she's." Fire, bro. <laughs> That's fire, bro. Yo. Like, whole time, all of the kids was wilding. But afterwards, even though it was bugging me during it, I was like, you know, it's really, really good for them to be able to, like, see that and mm. be so amazed mm. Mm. by something that's going on. Like, they were all, like, in it. But then I was also annoyed that every time we were introduced to a new character, everybody was like, like as soon <laughs> clapping, so it was like as soon as Killmonger came up, woo! We see Mbaku, woo! They saw Angela Bassett, yeah! Like screams, and That's I'm like, I can't yeah, hear. Yeah. Like, I can't hear the movie. Like, I'd like is to. there? I, w- I want. I needed subtitles. Right. Yeah. I needed subtitles in the movie theater. Right. I was mad AF. Like oh, I'm missing wow. moments. It was a cheering. beautiful cultural moment when uh, see after Danny and I went to BAFTA, like we both split up and went to see it again right. and I went up <laughs> because to uh, press. <laughs> press. I went to the uh, Harlem Magic Johnson Theater with my uh, buddies uh, classmates from NYU and um, like right when the, yeah it was like completely different like right when the screening was starting people started singing lift every voice and sing oh and I'm not lying about it. it was like it was like a whole like beautiful. moment and it was like <laughs> it seemed like the first stanza or whatever it was just you're like, saying the opening yeah like the opening and then like of course uh, you know settle down but like it was just like a beautiful wow. moment we were like collectively like showcasing our pride of who we were and <laughs> that's uh crazy. that's yeah. intense and I didn't have that experience how, mm-hmm. how, I went yeah all three times like mm-hmm. how does that feel like that probably 
that's wow it was dope because it sounds crazy but I feel like in it it would be really freaking beautiful emotional and, yeah. and like you'd be like crying down like <laughs> well I was laughing I don't think you got that far. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait, what, wow. was your, um, what was your favorite scene? Um, for me, there was a scene with the child coming off of the ship, like uh, walking down the stairs mm-hmm. um, into the water to like go to the waterfall. And like you can hear the people like chanting it. What like, was outside. that chant? I forgot. What, I don't know that what they, a, I don't know what they were saying, but too. it was like, man, that really hit me. It's like, yeah. and it was like, wow. Like, I yes. wish that, like, I wish that this was, I mean, it is a part of my culture. Yes. But I wish that our yes. people could have been there to experience that. Yes. You know, it made me wonder, like, what would life be like if we were, like, back in that, nice. back yes. in that culture? That was time. a powerful scene, too. Yeah. That whole, the beating. Yeah. They were, like, they, yeah. they were pulsating. Yeah. Mm. It was just, everything was just so in the pocket. Yeah. It was yeah. mad emotional. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, can yeah. we talk about the female army? Mm. His, his, the Dora yeah. Okay. The Dora that's what the... Can we talk about, like, for him to be so strong, like, he trusted his... It, life. All his life, his, his everything, his and the lives of his people with an army of strong women. ass mm. women, mm. which is what happens in America, anyways. That's what y'all need to do is understand well, yeah. that we yeah. all represent <laughs> and you know fight yeah. for and are the life and heart of your lives. Yeah. But yeah. you get her done. Definitely. Yeah, it was yeah. a powerful, powerful imagery there, and uh, I think it's important for especially. I'm having a daughter next month, and like. Thank you, thank you. But yeah, a daughter. I know, I know. My wife. <laughs> saying like he got eight. My wife. Finally, finally, finally. She's been by herself. Right. She might want a little right. bit of feminine right. energy. Yeah, it's right. about time, she said. <laughs> but now nah, it's like it, it, it's, it'll be great for her when when I, when I show her that film when she gets older for her to yes. see how powerful yes. she is, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, we don't we don't have that a lot. And then like that's why it's important. I think the to continue like I, I want to I want to see how it evolves over the over the sequels and stuff like that and uh, right. it was dope it really was dope um one of y'all brought up uh well a couple of y'all brought up uh the pride mm-hmm. like I feel like I was beaming on the way to the theater first mm-hmm. of all I was pressed obviously I had my outfit everything on mm-hmm. deck um but I was so I was so joyous like I was mm-hmm. so hype for this moment and I was mm-hmm. like it's more of an experience mm-hmm. like I wanted to go and see it with people like I wanted to see what the theater was gonna like the energy in the mm-hmm. theater like mm-hmm. when I got out I was like I was this is my I felt like I was in a movie <laughs> like mm-hmm. this is for us this is our beat right here this is our shit it mm-hmm. was I was very I was just ecstatic mm-hmm. I was yeah. just really yeah, the feeling yeah it was really a, an emotional like high key speechless still because I can't talk right now but um yeah it was just a lot it was going through a lot man motions yeah yeah I know I, it it was I went okay before I saw it I was like you know really excited to go see it and then afterwards like it was a mixture of like pride and then just like sadness because mm-hmm. I was just like we dead got that shit stolen like we yeah. dead watched like in real yeah, life yeah, like sure, sure. so I was just like oh like yeah. you know it was it was I was torn because I'm like this is dead ass fantasy but it didn't mm-hmm. have to be fantasy like right. mm-hmm. it's good mm-hmm. in so, real life like. Mm-hmm. But yeah. colonizers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, uh, I think he's, uh, Kugo did a good job of setting up from the very beginning. Like, this is going to be a woke film. Especially, like, even when they were back in Oakland and, you know, we cut out to the hallway and we just saw, how do you pronounce the name of the characters? The, the women warriors? The Dora Milaje. Yeah, the Dora We saw them, like, walking into the frame. Yeah. And, like, oh, it was so powerful yeah. when they walked into that room. It's like, he yeah. let us know, like, like this is going to be something serious. And he put so much... It was layers. There was so many mm-hmm. layers. Like, mm-hmm. even just the, the conversation between African-Americans and Africans and mm-hmm. the, the difference in, like, the, mm-hmm. the not battle, but, you know, the conflict that we have, you know, mm-hmm. with the, you know, they feel as if um, we, you know, I know some, like, personally, firsthand, there are right. some you know, of my friends who mm-hmm. feel as if that, that we can be appropriating some things or doing things without knowing and, and, you know, not trying to know, not trying to research in terms of, like, you know, if we're wearing a specific type of um, African print and it's like, if you Google this, you will realize that this is something that you're supposed to be wearing for funerals or this is something like you're, right. you're just putting it on your head. Like, yeah. you know, this is a real thing. Like, and I'm like, but we dead ass got a stolen life. <laughs> you know, you have to give us yeah. some yeah, grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, give us some know. grace yeah. because we're like babies trying to try to scramble yeah. and get latch on to something that was legit ripped away from yeah. us. So, mm. 
it, you know, yeah. just when it when you know the idea of what um, Eric's whole goal was, which was just like, you know, y'all got all this shit over here, but right. we we was from y'all. What's good? Right. Well, how y'all sitting on that? Like, yeah. I feel like that is a real thing. Like, yes. not that Africa or you know those certain countries you know, don't, but it's just, I was just like, that's surreal. Like, he yeah. dead slid that into a Marvel film because that right. didn't have to be. Yeah. The, the you know, very current. Like, right. that is a right. real conversation. Yeah. And, like, talking about the prince and stuff right. and, and African-Americans versus African, you know, like, people of the diaspora, like, that's the conversation. They feel a type of way. Yeah. And they're like, everybody want to be so dashiki down now, but, like, where was y'all when we was going through the genocide? We were trying, right. though. You know what I mean? We've always been trying. I feel like it, and I feel like this is our beat. Like, we're, mm. I keep saying beat. I feel like this is our, like, that's the chance. Like, okay, let me put this little, let me put this dashiki on. That's like, our, I'm feeling closer. Yeah, like, right. we're trying to get closer and closer to back back to, you know, like. Yeah. And with, I, yeah. And I, I think that with that try, it should be more so like, like Khalila said, like, for just, give us a little grace. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and if we have that try and you, and you see me educate. out and you know, educate me. <laughs> because I don't know. And I'm like, blaming on my head and on my heart. Like, I'm not, I'm not purposely trying to trying be, to I'm not purposely trying to disrespect, but I just don't know. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yes. know what's going on. So take that and take that as a moment. And if you feel that, heck, host the, like host some workshops, some classes or something. Because I'm going to pull up if you're going to tell me what, what needs was, to be worn yeah. at certain times or certain yeah. ways to wear certain things or things mm-hmm. that I could be doing. Like yeah. I have prints. I don't know where they all belong to or where <laughs> I'm supposed to be wearing them. <laughs> but I feel very special and regal when I'm in there. Mm. But devil's advocate, which is usually Kalila's job, mm-hmm. white folk, <laughs> you know, white folk all the time mm. are mad ignorant, right? They ask us questions about our hair. Oh, do you wash your hair? Oh, can I? You know, all of that stuff. Very real conversations that's happening. I'm not educating them every every time they make mm. a mistake. I'm like, go hit up Google. Google is your friend. Like you're you an take. adult. You know, so I okay, hear that yeah. because okay. I'm, you know, I'm guilty. Yeah. But it's also like maybe, maybe they're feeling like yeah. how we feel when white people say silly well, stuff. Well, yeah, because what I was gonna say is like we have been, but the natural hair movement, the like African something, I feel like has re, like it has yes, become trendy, like it's mm-hmm. re, you know, surface. Yeah. So I think maybe that's the thing where they're like, all right, like everybody, like yeah. what? It's cool you know, now, huh? It's right? Yeah. Like we was in the, you know, we, we out in the streets. Right. Like, we was African booty scratches yesterday, but now <laughs> y'all want to be with the shits. Right. Which okay. is true. It's very true. But I feel like this is our, we just trying. So if you have it in your heart <laughs> to bless us with some knowledge right. if we have on funeral prints at a party, let us know. Let us know. Let us know. Say, I see what you was trying to do. But for future reference. This is not the time place. That's not the garb that you need for right now. Yeah. We only wear those on daylight savings. Right. Tell us specifically. Let me see your collection because I'm going to just let you know. Let me know. I can send you the print that I got. I can send you what you need to. Or ask me. Here's my number if you need to ask me when you're buying a print. Boom. Don't wash it. If you send a screenshot, people like, is this appropriate? Can I wear this order? How I look. What does this mean? Right. But then again, a lot of. A lot of that stuff, too, is, I'm trying to think of the word, as if, to say some of it might not be on Google. You know what I'm saying? Like, some of that sure. is, like, it's tradition yeah. and it's mm-hmm. passed down from generation. It's and passed tribes. down because you're a part of that and you're mm-hmm. a part of that tribe. And if I'm outside of it and that's um, part of your ancestry, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The information that's passed down word of mouth, you can't, I can't know no better now. The dumb shit white people be doing, they could look on the internet and see that they look as <laughs> stupid as fuck, they wrong as fuck. And they need to get their lives. But But I do get what you're saying. (laughs) Yes, nonetheless, privilege. But I'm saying, you know, some of that stuff might not be just available to the general public for me to just be like, let me just go on Google and see where this, let me Google image this print and see if that's a part of your culture and a part of your tribe. Mm -hmm. Did this movie make either one of you guys want to go to the AfricanAncestry.com and get your tribe? Yeah, yeah. I I, I saw on... um, I saw an interview that Chadwick Boseman was given at mm-hmm. the Breakfast Club, and he was talking about the difference between the ancestry versus African ancestry. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd wanted to do the Ancestry.com um, DNA test to figure out where I'd come from. Mm-hmm. But then I realized that uh, through the film and through their promotion of it, that um, it gets more specific. Right. And I think With that's African. really exciting. Right. You know, your actual child. Yeah, it'd be nice to be able to fly yeah. to wherever that is and like really connect with those people in a way that I wouldn't be able to otherwise. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a little steeper. <coughs> it's like 600, but you know, mm. I feel like it's it could be worth it. Like 600 cash? Yeah, yeah, it's 300 Ooh. per parent. 
So you can split it with a you can split it with a sibling and be like you. You know, if you got your you mothers, do. you do. We're going to do mommies. So, right. you know, we're mommies. And then we're going to That is happy. fire. I actually, now that you mention that, I feel like scrolling on Instagram, I've been seeing more, like, ancestry results. Like, mm-hmm. people taking pictures and really mm-hmm. getting all of that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's partly because of this movie. Because it, it mm-hmm. like, I've seen it in increased amounts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it was on the timeline, like, back to back to back. Everybody trying to figure out where they come from. So prior to this movie, I didn't know about the African ancestry. Right. But remember, I did, yeah, mm-hmm. I did ancestry, ancestry mm-hmm. like, was that two experience? years ago. So it was good. Um, it was So I did it because my cousin was, like, doing, like, family lineage stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, it actually does legit link you DNA with people who are related to you. So her DNA was in the system. Once I took my test, it, was, it, it, it linked me with her, like, oh, you could be first cousins or closer. Mm-hmm. And that was my first cousin. Oh, wow. Like, her, her mom and my mom are sisters. Um, so when I got mine, I was um, 24% from Ivory Coast, Ghana, oh, wow. okay. 19% African Southeastern Bantu, 14% Cameroon, Congo, mm-hmm. 12% Benin, Togo, 11% Senegal, and then um, it's like another... Hmm? Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I was about to say the other fourteen. <laughs> the other fourteen percent is European, so it's like Scandinavian and like right. some random stuff. And I was like, where the hell did this come from? But right. yeah, so it was it was definitely cool to see yeah. and mm-hmm. to have it to be like, dang, yeah. like mm. for real. And it was zero percent America. It, mm. it was it was zero percent. Mm. Like no no um, what am I saying? North is it Northeast? I don't be knowing. Um, geography. geography, yeah, 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 yeah. okay, but like none of this. <laughs> so from myself, like of course it has like southern roots, uh, but results. you're saying yes, everything is on the continent. Everything is on like the people. continent of Africa. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. Copy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, speaking of interviews, Ryan Coogler did an interview with um. And shout out to Ryan Coogler for being so real. Like, for being so great, yeah. yeah. I saw an interview where he asked the interviewer if she wanted some water. And like started pouring water like in the middle of the interview for, in her glass. I was right. like, wow, yeah, like he's humble so, dude. Like, right. so in this interview, I was I was open. I watched this interview. I was doing like research before the movie, so I watched this interview and he was talking about like going back to the continent and like all of his travels and how mm. he decided to. Um, this interview was on Hot Ninety Seven, by the way. He decided to not speak because he didn't want people to know that he was American. He was just like, I just want to see how they're going to receive me. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, they was everybody coming up to me. He was like, so many different um, tribes and different mm-hmm. people just coming up speaking different languages. And he was like, that was so dope that they didn't make me, they didn't make me feel separate. Mm-hmm. It was so many popping moments. Like, y'all really should, I'm a, we should, we're going to link that interview yeah. for this because he was just, it just made me so happy. He was talking yeah. about like how beautiful it was and how he started getting fat because he was eating so good and, you know, mm-hmm. He, I guess he made a comment about it, and it was like, um, like you home, like you know when you come home, you're supposed to get fat. And I was just like, wow, like mm-hmm. we really need to get back to the continent, mm-hmm. like yeah. yesterday, yeah, to have that experience. I think we yeah, all need yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and to see what it's like, you know, to and to be received so well. Mm-hmm. I think it would totally change the conversation yeah. and like the way we move and walk to yeah, have that yeah. in us and Roots. have that, yeah, mm-hmm. just the connection. Yeah, yeah, I remember, I I wound up watching it afterwards, and there was a couple of moments that stood out, where he when he was talking about um, watermelon. That was Did you amazing. Guys yeah, 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 I was yeah. so he was saying that the um, the workers, um, the people give or like the the food that they eat is watermelon. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and he was exp- expressing how black people tend to shy away from watermelon because of the stigmas and stereotypes that are attached to it. And she's like, "What? Like watermelon? Not only is it going to." hydrate you but it fills you up like it's the perfect it's everything right. it has all the nutrients that you need like right. why would you not want to eat watermelon yeah, she couldn't yeah, get her she yeah. couldn't get her head around right. the idea that we'd be made fun of for eating, for eating watermelon, watermelon. Mm-hmm. and it's like the reason why we be craving is because we know like we yeah, know what yeah. it's fun for, our, for ourselves like <laughs> right. we know what it's for our bodies like we, need we be that. knowing like underneath yeah. our intuition when we here like so why y'all right yeah. that's why I'm craving watermelon yeah. Yeah. That, was a, that was a powerful moment oh my right. god yeah when he, especially when he's talking about watermelon because mm-hmm. it's like wow you know we um, everything that we had we had the tools to like really kind of um, be powerful and sustain ourselves in the world and yet we just allow another culture to come in and strip that from us. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like, like you said, I think I think there should be, at some point, um, every, especially people of color, should go back to the continent and, like, really kind of get to know who they are. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? 
I really think it would change how we move. Um, mm. And he talked about... So there's like this disconnect between Africans and African Americans. And he was saying when he went there, um, he would see them doing similar stuff. And he was like, we're not disconnected at all. Like, we've been doing this shit. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to keep doing it because it's innate. Like, this shit is in us. Mm -hmm. And we are more African than we think. Mm -hmm. And um, I think just to have those experiences, it would just be dope. Are you talking about the moment where he was talking about, like, the homies were standing outside mm -hmm. in the front, chilling. Yep. And then, yeah, he yeah. was just like the like having, you know how you were saying everything is passed down from generation. He mm -hmm. was like, my grandmother did that to me. You know what I mean? Like he was like paralleling moments that he was having in Africa from yeah. moments that he would like right. from you know being yeah. in in California. And, mm -hmm. Like we do this, you know. Like and to he, say that those things are still they're present. still instilled and they're still present. Yeah, because yeah. those I mean even with all of us being African Americans, like what we're doing derives from my people in Africa. Mm. Without so us granted, knowing we might be removed yeah. and, you know what I'm saying, but without you even knowing it, like, you are doing, right. like, what we're doing, you were being, we're naturally right. being right. African <laughs> because <laughs> we are African and right. because right. Yeah, yeah. your grandmother's grandmother, grandmother, grandfather, mm -hmm. grandmother from was Africa doing was doing that, yeah. which was passing it down right. again through generations, which right. is why we move how we move, mm. why we handle things the way we handle, you eat the way you eat, like, right. And here it's looked at like, oh, it's a bad thing. Y'all right. standing out front, yeah, you know. Y'all yeah. being hooligans. Yeah, yeah. Back then or over there, they stand out in the front as a sign of wealth and yeah. a sign like you know, it's you we're show showing that we're doing good. Right, like, we we're out showing, here in the, in the house. We out here, like, right. And it's like, <laughs> so well, you can't team. stand on a block like they literally have no loitering, loitering signs. Like yeah. you, you know, wow. you can't get because if you, you know, stand on a block up. in America, you are black hoodlum, you a gangster, you doing everything wrong. You're gonna get pulled over. You're gonna get asked a question. Right. But we just want to show y'all we doing good. Yes. Wow. Good stuff. I'm here. It's powerful. I mean, he's created such a, an amazing conversation about really what it means to be black, what it means to be black in America, like who we are mm -hmm. as black people. And uh, I think, you know, we said uh, we saw that it hit a billion dollars today, and I think Which that is, number's yeah, going to go up. Crazy. You know, what is this, three weeks? Barely? It's been three weeks. Yeah. yeah. Three weeks. Three That's weeks. Crazy. Oh my God. When you said that, when we seen it, you was like, they got hit a billion. Yeah. That was like, word, I'm here for it. I love also, too, the impact that it's having on children. Mm -hmm. Like, and for a movie like this, like, and I, I, I know a lot of people that, like, might have went to see it open a weekend that had children were like, let me go see it first to make sure, because yeah. you just never know. Like, yeah. let me go see it first to make yeah. sure I can bring my kids. And for just, like, all of the little stories that you're seeing, and of course, we got the kids that are seeing it and being inspired and reenacting it and then you got kids who are now interested in like if I was African I would be or if I could go to mm -hmm. Africa I yeah. would like and you're like seeing these things mm -hmm. and it's like just making this vision and having like something tangible for a child to look at mm -hmm. to like aspire to be mm -hmm. or to aspire to want to do and that's like along with the movie that's traveling to Africa that's being a part of the arts to see people like Ryan Coogler, to see that I can create these stories and mm -hmm. like I can be these I can people, be these people like and that they are me, they yes. look just like me, mm -hmm. and like it's just, I think it's just going to be such an inspiration mm -hmm. just for a, this entire generation, and then it's going to be kids in like 15, 20 years. It's going to be like I went to the movies and saw Black Panther, and I was like, I want to produce films. Right. Yeah. Or I went to the movies and I saw Black Panther, and I was like, I want to learn more about my country and. Mm. learn how to teach other people about the African um, the African way of life and you know like just creating all these different movements mm -hmm. and big things so he's just created something that's just so much bigger than Word. a Marvel right. film a movie yeah. right yeah and my friend um, is a part of was an actor in the Dora Milaje mm -hmm. mm. um, and she was saying that the scenes like the waterfall scenes like the whole the whole movie the making experience was what we were feeling. So wow. they were, like, they were sewing that in before. It was, it felt like family. It was love. It was jokes. It was, like, just connectedness and oneness. And she was like, like, what y'all are seeing was, like, how it was, it was behind real. the scenes. Like, everybody was chilling. It was all love. That's like, oh, my God. Yeah. I saw a video on YouTube of, like, uh, it was Angela Bassett. Pete and Younger, they were like under the tent freestyling. Mm -hmm. Freestyling. Like, wow, Y'all got culture on set. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. And when does that the, happen? And these are yeah. the goats. Like yeah. Angela Bassett? Right. Freestyling? <laughs> Come on, man. Come it's on. awesome. Yeah. I can't. But, the um, best. Yeah. You watch me. because like, we do that too. Put right. Me in, like, put me in the battle. <laughs> we all the same. Like, all the same. Um, um, 
so as a filmmaker, yeah. I'm an Oscar nominated filmmaker. <laughs> Oscar nominated. Um, what was like some of the? Obviously, you were inspired, mm-hmm. but um, in terms of watching Black Panther and as a filmmaker, does that change how you want to make films now, or different things yeah. you want to put in there? Definitely. I mean, I think Ryan Coogler has opened so many doors. You know, specifically for people of color who want to be filmmakers. Um, you know, because he started out with Fruitvale Station, which was a nine hundred thousand dollar movie. Mm-hmm. You know, really small budget. Like it's that's considered like micro budget level. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, mm-hmm. and so for him to like start there, and then by his third film, it's like exploded into <laughs> a two hundred so million dollar movie. You know, like for his budget, it's right. absolutely phenomenal, and it, it lets you know that you don't have to confine yourself to small stories. Mm-hmm. Come on. You can dream bigger. You can mm-hmm. be more ambitious. Mm-hmm. And like there are a lot of people. Um, I've had a great opportunity to talk to a lot of different folks at different studios, and there are a lot of like studios hiring people of color now in these um, executive positions where they're able to greenlight projects. Mm-hmm. Like that's where I think the power lies. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we need more people like us to be in those positions to buy up black content, you know. Right. And like because of the success of Black Panther, now it's like okay, we studio execs are realizing like we need to get our act together yeah we need to get more people to come in these positions and tell these stories and so now everybody's kind of scrambling and like looking and saying like oh we need more black filmmakers but like we're here Mm -hmm. we have stories to tell and so it's just here been here and listen ava ava was on um the breakfast club Mm -hmm. the other morning friday morning so i was listening and she was saying you know with um with Black Panther and mm-hmm. with, you know, some of the stuff that she's been producing, like you're saying, like, people are now starting to look and be like, yeah. we need to get these, like, we need to get this in. And she was like, you know, with them, she was like, I'm trying to create a movement where it's all of us yeah. and it's not only black people, but she was like, where are the Native American films? Like, yeah. where are they represented at? Mm-hmm. On a like, mainstream on level. On a mainstream they're level, right. they're not being... Exactly. Right. Exactly. Everybody don't have the access. Yep. Right. So she was like, you know, making that access available to everybody so mm-hmm. that everybody can see it mm-hmm. because it's more than just these, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes, whatever stereotypical people that we're seeing on on the film, yeah. right? on the screen. And there was this one comment. You know, there have been some, you know, memes and haters that were saying things <laughs> about it, and they were like, you know. <laughs> Y'all going to see Black Panther, but y'all putting money in Marvel Studios pockets and blah blah blah. Well, that's not. And and what's his name? Um, Chadwick was like, but they didn't know that one of the main executive producers is a black woman. Like at Marvel Studios, like you. What do you mean? It's not only white. Like y'all don't even y'all not. How can you make a statement like that and dead ass not do your research? Like (laughs) (laughs) right, like people stay talking outside of their neck. So people are being slowly, you know, they're getting a seat at the table, even if it's behind the scenes which is awesome because it's showing that we're able to and on top of that we're making tables at this point Mm -hmm. and like Ryan Coogler now when he does the second installment of Black Panther his check is going to be much bigger come on you know what I mean because I hit my numbers yeah and I hit on top of my numbers on top on top on top uh, one billion from 200 million what type of flip when Patty Jenkins did uh, Wonder Woman her first check was a million dollars but then like when the movie did so well she signed on to do the second one and her Mm -hmm. second check was 10 million so it's like, you know, that's just for her directing fee. Increase. That's, that's not even not, like back end deals. That's not, that's not even that. So it's like, Come on, Jesus. you know, we got to keep pouring money into this content. It's not yes. just, oh, we're giving it to Marvel. So, you know, we're giving it to the man. It's like, <laughs> we're supporting our story. Right. right? And more of us can stop telling them. So. We're, right. We're opening doors. Oh, my yeah. God. We're kicking, fuck. We're kicking the doors we down. We're kicking the doors down. Because then what they're going to say is like, if Black Panther didn't do well, they would say, well, this, this is black why. People, yeah, exactly. Only black people go see. Black I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like call names, but you know. Tyler Perry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they would say they didn't mm-hmm. pull up. They yeah, they would say they would yeah. only go see a Tyler Perry movie. But listen, okay. Tyler Perry was the um. They they shot Black Panther in Tyler Perry studio. So Which Tyler is Perry was like, "What's T?" And I'm like, "Which is see, amazing." Which is we connected. Y'all y'all, y'all wanna y'all wanna you know talk shit but Tyler is on to something it might not be what y'all want he's got a good business model he's mm-hmm. on to something he's, they shot in, on Tyler Perry Studios he's got a, <laughs> I think Atlanta. he's one of the only he's the only black filmmaker right now with a backlot where he's able to I mean he's able to bring Marvel into, <laughs> into his, his home, home. Mm-hmm. that's amazing Tyler Perry said I don't need your space <laughs> 
I have mine. I have a space. Tyler Perry's. I have mine. Oh, you don't have acres? Fine. You can use mine. You don't have a lot? Fine. Oh, you don't have cameras? Fine. And even though a lot of people may not love his movies, I think, I think, is an important lesson to be learned about like ownership and like owning your movies and owning your content. Yeah. And like having creative control because like, I it's mean, inspiring. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. And a lot of black filmmakers are like in the industry fighting for a final cut because like technically, if you don't own your movie, somebody can go change it. And like, mm-hmm. then you can make it, you can direct it, and then Marvel can go change the ending if they want to. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, mm-hmm. but a lot. You know, Tyler obviously doesn't. Doesn't have that. Tyler said, "Nah, no, because I own it. It's being shot here. It's recording here. I filmed it, directed it, played <laughs> in it, wrote Hello. it. Hello. <laughs> it's edited here. Hello. Like it's, it's right. everything on. I Ownership. just want him to turn it. Just turn down you the know, stereotypes. But there's an audience for it. Uh, I'm tired of having that Tyler conversation <laughs> because I can talk shit all day long. But Tyler again has his own lot. And if he's not going to miss it, if he calls Danielle, I'm going. I'm pulling up. Yeah. <laughs> my, my character is going to be true, but I'm going to be in the building. I'm going to yeah. do whatever he so needs to do. So, what's yeah. yeah, I used to talk crap about Tyler Perry. Then I realized, like, if he called me and was like, <laughs> do you want to do it? I'm like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I, not only come, but I'll be honest. Yes. Like, uh, me? What's, yes. I'll what be, else do you need? What time? You need call Absolutely. Call. Do you need any? Absolutely. You want some grit? Like, yeah. like, what's your name? Because <laughs> my grandma made good biscuits, so if you want me to bring some with me to the, like, it's nothing. Absolutely. It's yeah. nothing. I'm yeah, pulling up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah. So, um, talk to us about your film, your short film. Yeah, wow. It's, uh, I made it here, NYU, and um, it's been quite a journey, you know. And it's called My Nephew Emmett. Yeah, yeah. made a mm-hmm. short film called My Nephew Emmett, mm-hmm. and it's about the murder of Emmett Till, and I've been on that story for a while. Since birth. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone joked with me. I think it was uh, one of the guys from A&T. He was at a screening. He was like, all right, you've been doing it too for like a decade. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's but a, you know what? I, it's, it's an important story. It's, so, it's one that I thought, you know, um, it was burning inside of me and I had to get it out before mm. I did, did anything else. And so, yeah, man, um, you know, I was I was real fortunate. You know, I was fortunate to raise the money and, uh, and to do it. And we had a nice little run. And so, and so, you're super dragging humble this humble and low. Right so let, let's, oh, no. let's 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 put it in perspective. Let's put it into perspective. So he created this film um, with uh, his mentor Spike Lee. Um, has helped him, you know. <laughs> Spike Lee, right. uh, Jasmine Guy was uh, starring in 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 the film. Um, right. And Spike not Lee. only was so Spike Lee, but not Spike. all Spike Lee, um, but Spike, <laughs> Spike Lee. Lee, but not only was. He, he got um, nominated. Did you guys you won the uh, Student Academy? Yeah. Won the Student mm-hmm. Academy Award. So we were like, oh, yeah, Academy Award Student so Academy. Yeah. Yes. 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 Boom, And like... <laughs> and then it came up again. I remember and it was like, no, I was yeah. so perplexed. No, because I texted her. I, I might have texted her. Or we might have been in person. Cause yeah. I was, probably was in person. But I was like dead crying. Like, yo, oh, my God. Like, yo, Kevin is nominated for an Oscar. And so Dan was like, the student one, right? It was like, no, <laughs> the fucking Oscars. I don't even like the Oscars, oh, the Academy man. Awards, the Academy yeah, Awards. Yeah. Like he's nominated for an Academy Award. Like yeah. people all over have you know dreamed and reached and worked and you know and and it's just it was a blessing. I felt like we yeah. was all yeah. we nominated. Won. We yeah, were all we all won. won. Right. Um. So yeah. So last week. Yeah, you, yeah, it was there. We're <laughs> at the Oscars. It was there. I was there. I was at the Oscars. It, no, it was a Does great. Does it feel surreal? It does, you know, um, it was a crazy, crazy experience. Um, the whole week leading up to it was nice. I can imagine. You know? And um, it was great because I had my wife with me, and she's mm-hmm. been riding with me since high school. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. Austin, like Austin James was with me. Another Aggie. Shout out to Austin. Shout out to Aggie. Yeah, it was since Tanisha. college. Tanisha Fordham, mm-hmm. right. Miss A&T. And Ms. so it was A&T. like, um, you know, it would have been different had my people not been there. Okay. Because, like, I do get, like, a lot of people say that, you know, um, Actually, I was talking to someone an actor who I shouldn't say their name, but like she was saying she went to the Oscars before and she hated it. She didn't really enjoy the experience. Mm. And, um, and she said that it just wasn't her crowd. And I kind of get that. Like, I enjoyed it because my people were with me, mm-hmm. but it's different. You, you know? feel like it's, an outsider. You kind of get when they, when they talk about like Oscar so white and when they talk about, um, mm. you know, just culturally, it's just a different kind of vibe. It's mm-hmm. a different vibe, you know. 
But I was grateful to be in the room. But mm-hmm. I do realize it's like, and Spike tells you all the time, you don't make movies to go to the Oscars. You understand. You know, yeah, yeah. You got what he was it, talking about. Yeah, I, I get it because it's like, you know, I can't control that. I can't control yeah. how they yeah. act there. I can't control if I'm going to walk on stage and stuff. Right. And so um, the whole experience taught me to just like tell the stories I want to tell and, um, and do it for the love of the craft mm-hmm. and not necessarily mm-hmm. for um, any recognition. Or any accolades. Yeah. Any accolades. But yeah, I mean like... Yeah. The actual ceremony was okay, but like the before and after was the were the, highlights. Were the were the highlights. Yeah, because you know you just get to connect with like cool people. Mm-hmm. And like you know Tiffany Haddish is amazing. You met her? Yeah, yeah. She's she's uh, hilarious. She's dope. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I love that. I love uh, her career trajectory. I love yeah. that she's mm-hmm. blowing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she's. I think she's a genius. Yeah. Uh-huh. Honest, so. Did you get any funny? Um, like requests or like random family members that came like oh my yo god. my god what's going like? as soon as it happened <laughs> seriously what was yeah. the when you got nominated bizarre, yeah the most bizarre what's the most one? yeah the one that stood out the most you don't have to say okay, who it is yeah. but all right so there's a member of my family who i hadn't seen in like since i was a kid okay and they started posting on their facebook like yeah, my cousin is this, that, and the other. And I was like, all right, cool. And they hit me up. <laughs> asking me for money. Was you like, lie. Like, yo, you, think you can drop, like, 1500 And I'm like, I'm not, not rich. Like, I'm still, I'm still, like, broke. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I, you know, I can't I mean, believe that. No, like, people have asked me for money. People have asked me to cast him in my next movie. Like, uh, just off the strength. Yeah, Like, um, yeah. I'm not going to audition. Can you just put me just in? Just cast me. Cast me. And, then, like, just one guy who... Um, wow. Who went to... UNCG, and um, he was in my play at A and T. Mm-hmm. And um, after we got nominated, he was upset that I didn't cast, cast him, him in the movie. movie. Oh. And I was like, well, after you got nominated, after you got, after yeah, you yeah, got yeah. nominated, I mean, you didn't was, say before when it, right. you wasn't trying to be down. We was in the paint. Right. Yeah, and it's like, come on, man. It's like you know, um, I try to like you know because I had Austin there and I had like other people there right. at A and T. So I try to like take my people with me wherever I'm going. That's right. no, no, we're going to a talk wherever, but we just take your people. But like you know. I said, yo, I posted audition. Why didn't you audition? Right. He wanted me to invite him to okay. audition. Okay, next, next. Like, Get out of here. I was Got like, it. my dude, like, we, like, I don't you know, know that. I don't understand. So, so I just need my that. question I just for you is, with, like, with all of this and with all of the hype, like, one, what's next? That's one. Mm-hmm. And two, does it change how big you shoot for for your next project? Like, yeah, does it change yeah. what that looks like? Well, you know, it changed... Um, there was a moment that changed even before we got nominated. I had a meeting at Columbia Pictures, right? And there's this guy there. You had a meeting at Columbia. At Columbia, humbly. the most humbly. Second uh, conversation. Uh, we're in there, and he's saying it like oh we're in the room. We're in the room. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Nah, nah, nah. It's all good. Take all of this. You need to eat this. This is it. Come on, open up. Open up. Open up. Open up. Open up. Open up. Accept all of this. Like, come on. Okay, go ahead. My bad. Back to Columbia. We were at Columbia Pictures. You said go ahead. Columbia Pictures. Columbia Pictures. <laughs> nah, so uh, I had a, I had a, it was like a general meeting there, and like, um, the guy was asking me about my movie, my script, and I was telling him, and he was like, how much is it going to cost, and I told him, and then he was like, you know, you really should be more ambitious, because we're not trying to buy movies for less than this amount, I can't say the amount, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like, where, before I got there, like when I was, in, when I'm in film school, they're like, oh, you should write what you know you can make, mm-hmm. so like, I'm writing for like, the two million dollar level, which mm-hmm. is still like, Small? ultra low budget, okay. you know? okay. But he was like, you know, you got to think bigger. Like, even now, it's like a lot of people, like, like people of color, like young filmmakers, they think that, all right, I'm going to write this small because I'll only get a small amount. But he was like, be more ambitious, like, write bigger, think bigger, and, like, write what you want to do, and then we'll find a way to do it. You know, because, like, cats are not trying to, like, people at that level, at that studio, they're not trying to do small films. And I was like, wow. And then I went back and, like, redid everything because it was like... Now I have the freedom to be ambitious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then the nomination um, just solidified that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, okay, now people are going to trust me with these levels of funds, whereas right. before they may not have. Um, is it? Can we ask how much was the budget? Can we yeah, ask that? What yeah, was yeah, that? yeah, yeah. It was, uh, man. All right. So it was <laughs> two th- it was like at, to finish it was 35,000. Okay. And then afterwards we did some other stuff like and then it ended up being like 50,000. Okay. Cuz like the music and um Ooh, 
music clearances. Yeah, that cost music like clearances. twenty thousand oh. dollars. Oh, okay. You gotta be for budget for music yeah. clearances. Yeah, and ridiculous? they gave me a they gave me a discount. Each song was like thirty five hundred. Oh. How okay. long? How long? How long were you using? How long were your clips of music? Yeah, so like, um, the sounds of blackness clip at the end mm-hmm. was um, a minute twenty seconds, and it was seven thousand. Mm-hmm. Oh know? wow. So it was oh, like, and it's for a short. Where yeah. does that run? run um, that budget is that short? Is that a small budget for a yeah, short film? Yeah. Or? Well, yeah, yeah. Because uh, well, it depends. Like people here at NYU, their films are like fifteen thousand, but like um, like for a professional short, it could be like eighty thousand, oh, hundred thousand. Okay. Okay. I think the film that won was like, you know, up at that level. Okay. You know, but uh, yeah, you know, we, you know, it was a small crew, and you know, not a lot of people got paid. You mm-hmm. know, so it was like. We were still pinching pennies. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned play, but I don't know that people know, like, you wrote a play also about Emmett Till. Yeah. That you worked with in college um, and put that up in school. So, and this is 10 years. You know how everybody's like, oh, yeah, I'm a, um, what is, okay. They do say, you know, there's that thing where it's like, uh, oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I'm sorry. No, there's like, um, there is this, like, dynamic where it says um, it takes a thousand what, 10,000 hours of work before you can master a craft? Mm-hmm. Lucky. You, know? you remember Lucky? You used to yeah. Say yeah. Oh, to yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's a great... I keep hearing this. You know? And so it's like... Uh, so then I look back at, like, people people whose careers I admire, and it does. Like, you look, and it's like 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 years before they're even at the, like, door. Right. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, and I, I still have a ways to go. Um, but it's been a hustle. Yeah. But so wait, but first of all, so the the, the short is available um, on Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, and I'm like purchase. kind of uh, kind of fighting with the distributor because like um, it's supposed to be on iTunes, mm-hmm. but they altered the ending of my movie a little bit by adding. Like, <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. They added like it's not a big deal for them, but like they added like I had a we filmed our Oscar reaction, uh-huh. um, and a they nomination added reaction. They added it in the end credits. And so I was like, please take that out because, you know, it takes away from the moment. And it was like, it, t- it makes it about an uh, Oscar nomination yeah, and rather than the story of Emmett Till. And they were just, they don't understand, but, all right, like, forget it. Like, they're, they're, I'm the only black person on, the, on that team in terms of, like, distri- distribution. Mm-hmm. So they really don't understand why it's important for young right. people, people who are going to watch it to not, like, see me at the end of the right. night, you know what I mean? And it was like, oh, but it's good for people to get to know no. you. And it was like, no, 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 no. And so we were like, kind of going back and forth. So it's not available on, on iTunes. iTunes yet because I'm like, do Still not release it yeah. without that way. That way, you know. Okay, so, well, Amazon. And so right. yeah, yeah, and that's why again, that's why I think um, it's great that Tyler Perry owns his stuff because even though I made the movie and like all that, you know, um, I licensed it to this company so that they can distribute. Like broadly, broadly yeah. right, and, and so because of the, that contractual, they can technically do that, do what they want to, it, mm-hmm. you know mm. what I mean. And so, uh, yes. you know, so ownership, ownership. Is, yeah. well, you know, look, you learn it, that's another like, right. right? It's all lessons learned, right. We gotta, and that's why we gotta support like these, you know, Black Panther and the Wrinkle in Time because mm-hmm. you know, we gotta make sure the monies are going into like people who look like us so that they can start forming it because Ava has a distribution company. Mm. Uh, called Array. Array and yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, we gotta make sure that she's able to build that up so that she can distribute our films and right. take good care right. of them. Right. When you, um, JB, when you asked him about Dreaming Big, I mentioned before, like, there's a tendency that I'm, you know, I'm shrinking Shrink myself you. and I'm making myself smaller, but, like, no funny shit. The fact that you were able to do what you were able to do, I'm like, this is an attainable goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not a far-fetched idea anymore. Like, yeah. I got Kevin's phone number, like, we right. like I know you, yeah, so yeah. that it was really like mad powerful, That's and I'm mad proud, so happy you. for all the other whole team, Tanisha, Austin, everybody, cast, yeah. crew, really bomb ass shit. Yeah, <laughs> really, it's just really dope. It's just really yeah. It's just yeah. I'm so proud, yo. Yeah. Legit, I'm like I could do this. Like I think right. there's a misconception that like especially in the film industry is this kind of. Um, esoteric, elusive goal that, like, you know, that's only bestowed upon, uh, like, special people. And yeah. It's like, no, all of us can do it. And yeah. it's just, like, about, like, creating content and writing and putting it out there and doing it and going and getting it. Because, like, the Academy is just, like, a group of people. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. It was taste. I had, some <laughs> taste, some of their tastes I don't agree with. Right. Right. So, a lot of it. You know, so. But you what's the next what's project? Next? Yeah. yeah, what's next? Oh. Can you give us a little yeah, a yeah. little sneak of And what comes along with um with, you know, being Oscar nominated? Any you know, you get anything cool for that? Just yeah. a little, <laughs> you just a little invite. I mean, you may not be able to mention, but I'm just saying, like, you know, what's... yeah, it's nice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's yes. a, de- there's definite um, monetary perks. Okay, praise the Lord. So I'm able to like see because I was in grad school, you know, am in grad school. Um, when did you graduate? In May this okay. fall. Awesome. I mean, this spring. Yeah, um, because I was in grad school, I was not able to work full time. You know, um, you know, to provide for my family, I was basically just taking care of them through like scholarships and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so, it definitely has given me opportunity to just take care of them now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, I think that's another goal of mine is just to be able to use my art to provide for my kids and my wife. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. and, uh, and so, yeah, I mean, uh, so that's nice. And then um, I'm shooting a feature film this year. It's like. Um, my first feature. Yeah, like feature film. Yeah, yeah. We, we, did the audition? Did you? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. So, did you send us a breakdown? Did you? Yeah. Send us a breakdown. You know, just. Uh, I mean, just nah, nah, send us man. Nah, nah, nah. 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 Nah, nah, nah.
putting in work. It's like all day, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, it takes a, a certain level of commitment. And uh, with the kids and stuff right now, it's like I only have time to write and mm-hmm. all yeah. that. So, yeah. but uh, I'll write a role for myself for this. I've written one for myself for this one, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll see how it turns oh, out. The critics yeah. might say, "Who is that?" Guy with I the receding hairline. It. it doesn't matter it. because I'm here. Yeah. Right. So it what about y'all? Like y'all still in it? Y'all still doing it? I know I you think. were doing some. Uh, I'm proud of you, Khalil. Oh, thank you. Kevin. I've been. I mean, no. Nah, we're talking about me. <laughs> I remember humbled. being. <laughs> <laughs> humbled. Oh, I remember being like really inspired by Khalila and like when she was doing over uh, overseas and. Mm. Stuff yeah. Like oh yeah, nice. we're still in it. Um, oh wow. Still, still, still. How was how was that experience? Auditioning. Or um, just like being a part of the the and, show. Um. Well, the Lion King. Yeah. It's it was it well when I got the call that I was going to be going to the Broadway company, I was like, it's just you know, that was a goal that I had set for so long, and it was just like I want to be, I got to be mm. a Broadway artist. So it was just like, what? Oh my Did you god! Cry? Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, I, I I might I don't know that I cried when I heard it because I was I was actually on the way to um, to Jiho of <laughs> <laughs> so I was already hyped like just ha- happy because I was going to to Jiho in 2016, 2016. So I might have cried when I got in the building like I'm in the men's golf like this is crazy mm. like I have tech, I'm a Broadway actor like this is just so yeah. that was that was crazy but probably my biggest like moment that was like the craziest was when I was able to meet Angela Bassett oh, wow. um, in a production I did in Los Angeles last year and I was just, like I I that I was bawling like yeah. bawling like she's yeah. she's just one of my like biggest inspirations yeah. so I was just like I'm like we in a room because she's in a room because she came to see me it's like <laughs> what so is crazy like it, so that was probably one of the like I, I couldn't speak I didn't even eat during that break because my stomach was just going on like around and around and she was just so lovely like she was just hugging me and like she was like really sweet like okay I'm like no, no, like, like you don't get it like I probably <laughs> I know I looked crazy like first and you of got all, to perform for her yeah 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 cause she came to see she came to see the show um and so I w- it was just I know I was like looking crazy like you know what like those those fans that are like trying to show you how much they you you be like <laughs> I'm just shaking her like you get do you realize like she's like that you're here like you're you here. Are do you realize Bassett? who you are like mm-hmm. you are Angela <laughs> <laughs> you are <laughs> your mother who's that for you like what moment what person um, Angela Bass is the goat of all goats yeah. for every goat yeah. um, <laughs> she's everything um, Viola Davis mm. I mean like just I'm just in awe. Like, if I could do, if I could get a snatch, a little bite of what they've accomplished, of, like, the impact they've made, then I'd be doing something. Mm-hmm. You She's know what I mean? They're really, like, women to aspire to. Felicia yeah. Rashad. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Just, like, Debbie Allen. The whole, the dynamic, the, uh-huh. um, you know? They just really, like, you know, Debbie Allen's a dancer. I'm a dancer. Like, She's a dancer, she's director, an actress, she's a director, mm-hmm. she's a writer. Wow, I was, wow. I'm catching up on yeah. Grey's and she just popped up yesterday. And then I just seen... But them. she was acting in it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she oh, has wow. a... Yeah, she a directs episodes of Grey's. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm Scandal, just like, I think she's Scandal done. Too. Yeah. So, you know, these women are really changing the game. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yes. Mm-hmm. Here for it. Yeah. And I like, just to speak again to what you were saying about Dreaming Big, it's like, I, I keep hearing this idea of like, re... Like reconstructing our dreams like mm-hmm. it's like we keep I don't know what I don't know what this is like I don't know how it just keeps getting small and then you have to be like wait 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 yeah. it's just like right. no well I didn't get that so we could just I just want somebody to come see me in the show like as opposed to what you really 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 want right. it's just like seeing those women um, and meeting them and like being able to touch them like oh you're real like you're flesh and blood like right. I'm flesh and blood like we could like we're, we're the same s- mm-hmm. so it's just it was it's really inspirational like and just dream big like yeah. I constantly have to keep changing that conversation in my head mm-hmm. I'm always like I just you know let me just get a little just a regional show right here instead of being like no I want to perform at this address with this many people watching me like and all of these people in the audience like mm-hmm. we have to keep changing that conversation because mm-hmm. I feel like shrinking is all that's the safe place mm-hmm. and we are like mm, you know getting mm-hmm. smaller and smaller but like we can you met Angela, you've been on Broadway, like, you know, you were at the table, and it's because, you know, you, we've put the work in, mm-hmm. y'all put the work in, um, <laughs> so you, you know, you get this access, mm-hmm. and it, the, the, I think the quote, 
not the quote, but the idea that I was talking about earlier is like, um, you know, like Mahershala Ali popped up. Mm. You know, at one He's point, epic. Viola Davis popped up. And it's, you know, everybody's like, oh, you're an overnight success. And they'd be like, yeah, uh, a 10 year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so you right. put Viola all of this time is, in. Yeah, they be OD and then you her. pop, and everybody thinks you just came out of nowhere. And it's like, right. no, I've no, been I've putting been this work Check in. My credentials. I, remember, I remember when Mahershala Ali was uh, like really coming, like right before he got nominated for Moonlight, mm-hmm. I was at the. Um, the previous year I was at the American Black Film Festival and he was in a short film that was being um, screened at the American Black Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Like a short film. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, like this guy was it's doing working. short films. Like he's working. Mm-hmm. He's not like, oh, I only do features. Like, right. He was like doing everything. He was doing TV or House of Cards. Mm-hmm. He was not like, I'm too good to do a short film yeah. or student film. He was like, I'm trying to like get myself out there. And so like, I think every moment he was working at his craft and right. like so like and that's, he, I mean that was amazing and that's another thing though because I feel like <laughs> you can like shoot yourself in the foot because you'd be like oh yeah well like I've reached this level so I'm mm-hmm. not you know and it's like it might be Sam Samuel who's like I've said yeah I don't say no to me yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so like, his resume no. is cr- it's, yeah. he's yeah. being he's and everything y'all can talk y'all can talk whatever y'all want about him being the same character y'all can talk about his screaming y'all can talk about his cursing but that work ethic that work ethic like what he delivers all the way from <laughs> coming to America, my guy, yeah, right. <laughs> with the shotgun. What do you mean? Like <laughs> to Pulp Fiction, to like his. Come on, Black Snake Moan. That, come that? on, yeah. that's Christina that with Christina is, is, is here. No more snakes on the movement. All that snakes on the plane. Spike Lee always talks about like every day you should be shooting something, like just every single day. So like if you're not shooting a feature film be shooting a short film. You're not shooting a short film, but shooting a music video. You're not shooting right. a music video, be shooting a commercial. Mm-hmm. If you have any of those to shoot, like go outside and, and shoot something. Okay. Because it's like, you know, it's about a grind and like you gotta get used to like Just getting up at five in the morning every day <laughs> and like working. And like that's <laughs> like, when you love it like that, then no Academy Award, lost win, nomination or whatever is gonna affect you because it's like you're in it for the work. Mm-hmm. Right. So, right. Mm-hmm. And for the impact that you can you can provide to others, exactly. and inspiration, and exactly. just giving to others, and like, you can't wait for people to give you permission mm. or give you validation, because that's mm. what like I feel like them putting the you at the end of your um at the end of the film, like it's not it's, about it don't, I don't need that I don't no. need that. It's not about enough. that I'm exactly. telling I'm telling I'm telling this Emmett Till story, it's not exactly. about Kevin, I'm the conduit, but this is not about yeah. me. It's mm-hmm. not me, and it's definitely not. Like you can't do it for the accolades, yeah. or you can't do it for the money, because that the, it may come, it may not come. So you have to be in it for more than that. Because yeah. I mean, yeah, that's why I didn't put opening credits in the movie because it was just like we don't need to know any anybody who's on this team until mm-hmm. after it's all said and done, like at the very end, because I have to. Right. But it's like you know, <laughs> it's like yeah, it's not like you said, it's not about it's not about me, and um, you know, so I want to make sure I keep it that way, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean. It's uh, it's a journey. It's a lifelong journey. Just getting started. It's fun, man. Just getting started. We get to work together. Danielle and I uh, did a movie together in 2012. Throwback. A short film? Was was that the 48 hour or 24 hour? 48. That was fun. Short film. That was fun. She and you got good. nominated on that, didn't you? Well, you know. Some of your actors, humbly again. Um, <laughs> you know, just the, the acknowledgements come. You out here. You've been out here. We out here. We will work again um, very soon, actually, probably in this um, upcoming year. Um, but, <laughs> I'm dreaming big. Before 2018. So probably next couple weeks, I'll be hollering It's nothing, okay? Right. We actually just set a new plan in place to, like, wrote down some goals. And we're going to mm. give ourselves like 60 days to do it. And mm. discipline is at the top of that list. Mm. And really, you know, getting in all studios, dance, yeah. you know, acting, like sharpening, sharpening, sharpening. Because your work has to match your dreams. Mm-hmm. You can't be sitting back dreaming and wondering you don't pull up to the to the, to the, to right. the table. You don't mm-hmm. pull up to You should the be working you don't pull every day. Up to the... I don't know if you read um, Octavia Butler. Mm-hmm. But like, she, I think she's one of the best novelists of all time. She's a sci-fi mm-hmm. novelist and like... I remember um, someone sent me a, a, a photo of the back of her notebook, mm-hmm. and she had like 30 goals written on the back of her notebook. And it was like, I will be 
the best-selling author. Like I will, like my books will always be on the New York Times bestseller mm-hmm. list. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and it yes. was like I will have enough money to buy a house, mm-hmm. and it was like it's like all kinds of stuff that was all written there, mm-hmm. and she became all of that right. stuff. And it was it like, written. like mm-hmm. I was like, wow, you know what? I'm gonna yeah. just write my stuff down. Right, got to, yeah. and keep on writing it down. I mean, Michael Jackson did that. A lot of these people that we see now, a lot of these celebrities, Jim did they, that. And then they sh- they have this same book, like the same paper. Like, mm-hmm. no, I wrote this down. I was in the paint. I was going hard. Mm-hmm. I was being relentless. Like, mm-hmm. I was nonstop with it, and I'm here mm-hmm. now. Yeah. yeah. Another person that's been speaking to my, like, being recently and lately is Will Smith. Oh, He's been dropping Uncle these Will. old D-bombs Instagram, man. on his yeah, IG. Yeah, you just great. be sitting there, like, <laughs> yeah. punching yourself in the head. Sitting there to each other, like, Will is not finished. Uncle Will's not done with us. Yeah. Like, he's, he's dragging us. He has yeah. our hair. And he's just <laughs> dragging us. Like, yeah. get in. It's what time. You, you know this. It's time. You know this. Put in the work. It is time. He's an inspiring guy. Mm-hmm. Extremely. Mm-hmm. And so talented. He mentioned, um, he said he was in a room with Sylvester Stallone, and he was doing some movie, and he was just like, you know, I want to be like a superstar. You know, he's asking these superstars, how can I be this? You know, and they was just like, you have to think of yourself internationally. Like, oh, you think you popping because you sell out in America. Like, you got to sell out around the world. <laughs> wow. And he was like, that changed the whole way, like, that I started moving Thank and behaving. Wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, I'm, this is, my goal is out here. It's not in, you know, it's not mm-hmm. small. Mm-hmm. I'm internationally mm-hmm. known. Mm-hmm. And That's crazy. Yeah. I was just think like, about, damn. Like, the roles he was doing, like, at the Fresh Prince. He was doing like Independence Day mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff that was like being marketed globally. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and same like Sam, I feel like he has um like a lot of variety. He's been blessed to play like a lot of different kinds of roles. Mm-hmm. Not they haven't all been like this one particular guy per se. Mm-hmm. Um, so really dope stuff. Right. We international. Yeah. Another person that just came to mind though was like Morgan Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. Like his his he's in. He's at the table, like yes. you know. He be in the in the in the Marvel movies and in mm-hmm. the you know, and he's he's inspiring to me mm-hmm. too. Matt old. It's just so many, so yeah. many names. Yeah, like so way too many to name. Well, thank you so much, Kevin, for joining us. Hi guys, sorry to interrupt. I have a two o'clock group coming in. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry about that. I thought okay. it was open till uh, six. Today. Um, somebody might have made a reservation before. All right, that. no problem. Yeah. No problem. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. They, yeah, they said they had a. I was just thinking over it. Did they have a reservation? And they they did have a reservation. So. Okay. okay. Sorry. No, okay. Problem. no problem. Thank you. Well, guys, I guess that means we will be bringing this episode to a close. <laughs> just had a little visit tour to kick us out. So, so thank with you, that Kevin being said, thank you so much. Thank you for coming. Thank we appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. To keep the convo going and to find out more information about upcoming episodes, follow us on social media at ITZ Facts Only.